open letter to Judge Amy Barrett. A-C-B. The J-A-C-B. Judge A-C-B. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what that means and how we can prepare ourselves for a similar response, reaction, and how we... uh, An open letter was sent to Judge Amy Coney Barrett, ACB, J-A-C-B. And I'm doing that because I saw on Twitter some liberals getting really upset that people were using ACB instead of RGB because everyone was getting all upset. That's her initials. No one else uses RGB except for like JFK, AOC, and a bunch of other other names. So I'm just going to continue to do it. ACB, J-A-C-B. Your open letter from her colleagues at the Notre Dame. I don't know which colleges specifically do the the Notre Dame or just Notre Dame, but Notre Dame nonetheless sent her an open letter. We're going to talk about it today. Welcome to How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show. You guys are such a blessing. You guys are um, just amazing, and I'm so blessed by you guys. I love hearing about you. I love bragging about you, what God is doing in your lives. I do it all the time to people. And it's just a great thing. I appreciate all of your support and just the sharing the last couple of days, especially you guys have been sharing the show like no other. And um, I'm just internally grateful for that. And I appreciate it. You could be a member of the Fight, Laugh, Feast number network of which we are. You can get that mug right behind me. If I can point correctly, HTBT mug, 15 ounces, get all four of those fingers in the cup holder. It's fantastic. I have big hands too. So you know it will fit yours as well. Unlike some dinky mugs where you can only get the three, get the three. You don't want that. You want the full four-finger grip. But you'll also be able to support us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. One of the most valuable things about our network, besides the content, but because you know the content's phenomenal and that's what we're mainly doing. But one of the other things that the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network does is it brings people together. It creates opportunities and networking of pulling different minds together to work on things, to create things. And we're really not just talking about doing things for the Lordship of Jesus, but we are actually doing it and creating things and setting things in motions, empowering. I donate so much time to emails and phone calls, helping people, coaching people to do great things. And we're doing that because we we really do believe in this total message that the Lordship of Jesus Christ, uh, he is Lord in every area of life. And so If you want to continue with that, you want to further grow the network, become a subscriber. Become a subscriber. And that's one of the greatest ways that you can help us to to also to guarantee that we will continue to be doing this, but also to help grow it and to further our reach. And hey, maybe Gabe will get arrested again and give us another show bump. (laughs) I wrote a tweet. I'm going to pull this up. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. I tweeted this, watch this Barrett confirmation hearing, and I wrote this when it started. She's not even taking a stand for Christ, and watch how she is treated. Now imagine you take a stand for Christ in your profession and get treated like this. Then think about how Christ was treated for you, and now go be joyfully bold. Imagine what it would be like if you took a stand for Christ. The shame the heartache, the loss of relationships, the um, chances of promotion gone, 
And those things can intimidate. Those things could be something that drives fear in us. But we need to remember to think to Christ and how he was treated for us. And that's where the power comes to be joyfully bold, not in our own strength, not in our own resources, in our own foundation, our own mind, our own talents, our own skills, but when we remember how Christ loved us and how he was treated, shamefully hung on a tree, the creator of all trees, the creator of the whole world was treated with far more shame than we could ever be treated, than Amy Comey Barrett could be treated for her positions, for her judging, for her style, for her work ethic. And that should make us joyfully bold in everything that we do for Christ. And everything we should do should be for Christ. And when I wrote this, I did not think that I was going to be talking about Notre Dame. I thought I was going to be seeing another Senate confirmation hearing like the one with Judge Kavanaugh. Where it was going to be a disgrace. It was going to be disgusting and revolting. But honestly, the senators did a pretty decent job as far as being civil. Yeah, the Democrats had their political plays. Yeah, they were trying to do you know, angling and positioning and all that stuff. But for the most part, it was a pretty civil conversation. There was no allegations of J uh, Garrett, Amy, what's, what's that middle initial? ACB. There was no allegations of ACB raping anyone in college or having too many beers. For the most part, it was what you would expect, like the good old days. <laughs> Not that the good old days were good by any means, but they were the old days, just like before the Trump era. I had no idea that I would be talking about Notre Dame. Now let's go to, let's see if I can do this correctly. I'm going to be pulling up the screen to the letter. If you want to watch on YouTube, you can be more than happy to do that. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you want to listen to the podcast, we're on all the podcast channels under the Fight, Laugh, Feast name as well. All right, great. So let's go through this letter. Dear Judge Barrett, we write to you as a fellow faculty member at the University of Notre Dame. So these are fellow faculty members and the University of Notre Dame. And they congratulate him. I'm not going to go through this whole letter because that's freaking boring. And I don't know how to make that entertaining. I don't at all. It says, while we're not pundits, from what we read, your confirmation is all but absurd. Now, I want you to imagine this, step, stepping back from this letter for a second. I want you to think about the highest position that you could get to in your field. The highest position that you could get as far as recognition for your company, maybe you start your own company, so it's the, the highest peak level of sales, of market share, or you know, being a CEO in your business or in your company, whatever it is, imagine you are on the cusp of getting there. You're on the cusp. Because you have been excellent at your work, because you have deserved it, because you have been remarkable you've been stellar and from what i've seen of her and just in this confirmation hearing and some past interviews i looked at she is intelligent and bright imagine at the cusp your colleagues write an open letter to the world that gets publicized everywhere that it's all but absurd that the achievement of your career is all but absurd 
And I want you to remember my tweet. She's not even standing for Christ. And your secular institutions in this secular world and then secular industries that we live in. The hammer would come down harder. If you pronounced boldly that Jesus is Lord and all laws were built on that foundation of what God created, the natural law and the revealed law in the Bible, imagine the scrutiny she would get then. But she's not doing that. Imagine if she said abortion is murder. She hasn't said that. Imagine if she said abortion is not a constitutional right. Abortion is harming, infringing upon millions of children's lives. She hasn't said that. So just remember that she isn't even at the place that we should be as Christians, that as God called us to be to calling out the world, to calling the world to repentance, not just individuals, institutions, the civil authorities, our companies, they need to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. And so this is a reasonable expectation for us as well, that we would get a letter and being called absurd to the world. And then it goes on to say that this is why it is vital that you issue a public statement calling for a halt to your nomination process until after November presidential elections. These colleagues of hers, if you call them such, are playing politics. They're calling her absurd. They're calling her illegitimate in so many ways. And they're talking and they're spewing out the liberal agenda. And they're ready to sacrifice her, her and her career, for her to miss out on the opportunity to be at the highest point of her career because she's trying to be faithful to the law. Not the Bible, not biblical law, but to the Constitution. Just imagine if you were trying to be faithful to God's law. And so there's all this spewing off about the politics and all of these left-wing agenda and, and all these narratives and stuff. And now, as you can see, the list of people writing this. John Duffy, the first name on the list, English degree, anthropology, peace studies, history, gender studies, physics, libraries. <laughs> so apparently librarians are are signing this too. And these are the names, but I'm just listing what their field is, where they are teaching. Physics, political science, sociology, physics, physics, music, biological sciences, philosophy, theology, political science, and go on and on and on. And as you're reading through this list, if you're watching and I'm scrolling through this list, something should strike you. That economics is not a neutral study. It is not a neutral field. Because Nelson Mark from economics is engaging in politics and tearing down a colleague of hers, of his. German is not a neutral subject. Because Tobias Boez is attacking Amy Coney Barrett, ACB. English is not a neutral subject. Subject, political science, history, 
sociology, political science, and so on and so forth. There's two things that strike me about this list. One, as I'm saying, there's nothing neutral. It's not neutral because it doesn't exist without Christ in the first place. And if you're not acknowledging Christ in those fields, in those subjects, then you are discipling people away from Christ. There's no gray area. Science is not just science. Science either reinforces the one in true God and his religion or a pagan God, a false religion, and a false worldview. And subjects are not neutral for a second reason is they're taught by sinful man. Men that will leverage and use these subjects for their own gain or for the glory of God. There is no other option. There is no neutrality. Or these people wouldn't list themselves on this letter. They wouldn't list their subjects on this letter. There is no neutrality, and let us never forget that. And I'm not even saying that as a bad thing. I say that to encourage you when you feel that you can be neutral in your profession, in your subject, in your entrepreneurial endeavors, in your finance. You cannot, and nor should you try to be. You should not try to be neutral as a Christian. You should be proclaiming as much as we do on podcasts on this network that Jesus is Lord through your excellence, through your work ethic, through your wisdom, through your speech, through your conduct, through everything that is in you, praise the Lord. And all that that entails, I'm not talking about singing songs. I'm talking about everything you do pointing to the Lordship of Jesus and his kingdom come. Just like these people are pointing to and pleasing and appeasing their God, their religion, their progressive state, their progressive ideology. They know their subjects aren't neutral. They know Notre Dame isn't neutral. And it's sure not Catholic. It's progressive. And the second thing, to Notre Dame's credit, at least a part of Notre Dame, is I didn't see one law professor sign that. In fact, from the hearings, what I put together was they all commended and recommended her. So kudos to the law department of Notre Dame for that school of Notre Dame. Nothing is neutral, guys. Don't buy into the lie and realize that either you are discipling and pushing people to Christ or you're discipling and pushing people away. And I'm not talking about a Bible study. I'm talking about your conduct, your actions, who you are, what you do with the prestige and leadership that you have as a math teacher, as a political science teacher, as a CEO, as a director, as a janitor, as a podcaster, whatever you are doing, you have been given that responsibility and task to disciple people even if it's just cleaning toilets to the glory of God, even if it's just changing diapers, even if it is staying at home, all of those things are to point people and disciple people towards Christ. And nothing is neutral. So go out, be successful, and use your gifts and talents and skills and energy for the glory of God because the other side is sure doing it for their pagan gods. And we need to fight back.
We need to fight back. We should not be scared of these open letters. Just like Hebrews 13, 13. We must go out of the camp bearing the abuse he experienced. And here's the thing, guys. The camp is burning. The camp is going to go the way of Sodom and Gomorrah. You don't want to be in the camp. So when you go outside the camp and meet Christ there, just like he was cast out of the city, know that there is blessings outside the camp and there's cursings in the camp. And until we realize that, we're not going to be effective in our careers. Until we realize that, we're not going to be effective in our occupations and what we have been called to do. Let us not fear man, but fear God alone. For remember what Christ did for you. God bless.